0: What is up, party people? I, I gotta keep my hands off of the table. See, that's bad. That's bad. Uh, videography. <laughs> What's up, people? This is Sage Lewis coming to you from... Check it out. Ocean City, baby. Ocean City, Maryland. That is an ocean. Ever been to the ocean? You know... These things in our lives are so big. Um. Looks like Lake Erie to me. But, uh, it's not, man. It's way bigger. <laughs> it's way bigger. Hold on, I'm trying to see if I can watch the comments. Hold on, the comments will appear here, here. Okay, good. I'll just watch them over here. I don't need to watch them over there. I'll watch them over here. Um. Have you ever been, this is Ocean City. I used, we, okay, this is how I know about Ocean City. So, um, Ocean City is 10 miles, like exactly 10 miles from a place called Assateague. And our family used to camp at Assateague. And Assateague is, uh, it's an island that, um, interestingly, it's like right on the ocean. And they had to get rid of all the houses because um, they just kept getting, like, swept away in (laughs) storms, and I don't think people would uh, insure them anymore. So, Assateague is now this island. It's half national park, half state park. And if you ever go, don't ever, ever go to the national park, because they care about nature. They don't spray for mosquitoes. It's just gross over there. You gotta go to the state park site so you don't get eaten by the mosquitoes, man. But what's really cool about it is ponies. They got freaking ponies. They got ponies on the island. They're just wandering around, eating your food, getting in your face, biting you. It's magical. It's magical. <laughs> It's magical. Um, so we did that, and then, dudes, I'm uh, um, sorry, COVID hit, and COVID ruined camping. Ruined it. Because now everybody camps. You can't get a spot on Asatig to save your life. <laughs> so, at any rate, I showed them, I know they have these things called hotels. And so I'm at a hotel. And uh, it's amazing because it's like right on this boardwalk. Here, I'll show you again. Check it out, it's like a boardwalk. And then then it's on the beach. And I basically have been just sitting here for the last, since well, we got in on Monday. Today's Thursday, I'll be leave, we'll be leaving tomorrow. And uh, awesome. And it's all thanks to my wife. My wife understands how all this stuff works. She knows how to find places that are good. And it's so terrible because, like, sometimes she'll get a really good hotel and I'll be like, jeez, that was expensive. And she's like, dude, why didn't you tell me? You know, and, and then I go and I'm like, that's, that's the greatest thing ever. We once went to, uh, during COVID, we went to legally. Not, I didn't do anything against the law during COVID. Okay, <laughs> I'm a, not. A, I support the, the cause of trying not to get old people and Republicans to die dead of COVID. I, I'm just all about it. <laughs> I will protect you. You, you freaking stupid vaccine deniers, I'll wear, I'll do, I got them all, I got all the, I'll protect you, I'll just, I don't, I don't do anything, it against, but anyways, I was allowed, we were allowed to go to this, we couldn't go to Canada, the Canadian side of, um, uh, of, how do I say Mount, I want to say Mount Rushmore, but the, the Big Falls, <laughs> Niagara Falls, way better than the American side, um, but we could only get on the American side, but she, like, got us this hotel, it was, we went for New Year's, and she got us this hotel that overlooked the falls, like this corner room, so expensive, and I'm like, jeez, why did you spend this much money? And then, turns out, we didn't have to walk down and see the stupid fireworks that the American side put on, totally lame by the way, I mean, an Akron, an Akron rubber ducks game, or whatever we call them, way better, every single time, we just got to watch it right from our room, it was cold, we didn't have to walk down there, oh, that's a genius wife's a genius. She got me this re- great room here. <coughs> so how are you guys doing? Are you alright? Are you? I've, I've been worried about you. <laughs> I've been thinking about you and I'm worried about you. Because there's been a lot going on. I, I, just a lot. For years. <laughs> a lot is going on. <laughs> And I'm concerned about your mental well-being. Are you hanging in there? Look, I I love the fight. I'm a I'm the happy warrior. One group of my lawyers just calls me the the happy warrior. I, I go into every battle with a smile on my face. <laughs> I do, I do. I, I, I don't there's nothing else to do except fight, man. for me. You just, you know, you can only go to so many beaches and eat so much funnel cake until you're like, there's got to be something else. <laughs> there's got to be something else. <laughs> I, I, I got, I went to this nice seafood restaurant last night, and it was, I got the pasta with the shrimp in a garlic oil sauce. It's delicious. I'm like... I I could not tell the difference if I just had this in my own kitchen back in Akron, Ohio. I just couldn't even... Other than the fact that I paid $26 for it over here on a beach. (laughs) Like, what? Why am I doing this? (laughs) Why am I spending all this money on something I cannot... In any way, shape, or form, tell the difference because I'm eating it on a beach in Maryland. Maybe it's because the shrimp aren't Maryland. I don't know. Maybe I got the wrong food. I don't know. <laughs> but eventually, you're like, "Yeah, this is nice. I do. Uh, let's go. Let's go to the beach. Let's go. Um, let's go to a nice restaurant." But what you'll find, is if you do it enough, you will find that it does not hit very deep. It does the first time, or the third time, or the tenth time, but the hundredth time? It's nice. I recommend it. Come to the beach actually, Assateague, if you can get a campground, you just, what you do is, this is what you do, you figure out when they open up the campsites, which I think is six months, I think it's like in six months, okay, at, at, the, at midnight, and you get one of those campsites, they're 30 bucks, and then you go camping, you go, it's right on the beach, it's eight hours away, it's seven hours and 45 minutes from Akron, you go, do it, do it, there's ponies, you can do it except gas is too expensive. Now you can't go anywhere. (laughs) You can't go anywhere. But what you'll find is that this stuff is nice, but it's just shallow. And so, I think that's why you start seeing, like, rich people start doing things like climbing Mount Everest. Setting up homeless tent villages in their backyard. You're just like, there's got to be something more. Like, you know, like, 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 um, um, there's a, a text that just came over saying a person's homeless. Like, like. Hi, my name is so and so. I've never met them before. They just called me and I could just I could see the text. They just came over and and it's like, hey, we're homeless, can you help me? That's better than the beach. I mean you could do it on the beach, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not going to the beach anymore. I love the beach. I love vacationing. But not like I used to, you know? Fifty years old. When our kid was young, we used to take him on. We would take my my mother and um, our like very young child. We would go on on uh, business trips. We had a pass that basically got you into ev- nearly every zoo in America you know how many zoos I've been to? I don't. <laughs> I've been to a lot of zoos. A lot. A lot of zoos. And the first ten are great. <laughs> Lamont, what's up, man? I just officially met Lamont last week. Lovely human. Lovely human. It's good to see you, man. Um, after the 10th zoo, you're just like, they're all the same. They're all the same. These fancy restaurants are all the same. These beaches are all the same. You just, and you're getting nothing out of them other than walking up and down and seeing, you know, beautiful sights and, Eating yummy food, which is good. Yeah, my new, yeah, my man. Love it. So eventually, you know, when you're a billionaire, you're like, I got to make a spaceship. (laughs) If I go to one more beach, I just am going to just shoot myself in the head. So then you're like, I got to build a spaceship. (laughs) what they do then it used to be rich people like they would they would get in hot air balloons and try and go hot air ballooning around the uh the world i haven't seen him do that in a while then you remember the guy the director who was like he did what did he do titanic and he like he liked going deep into the ocean you just eventually take me we should all go to the beach lamont when i get a bus my friend when i get a bus That's going to be too much power, too much power, (laughs) too much power, oh jeez, take this show on the road baby, someday I'll get a bus, I'm patient, so yeah, Uh, eventually you're like there's got to be something more than this, and for me, it was homelessness. You guys know the story? I don't know. I'll just like how I came to homelessness. It was in 2015, and I was just like every other white, middle aged cracker white boy, minding my own business, making money, eating food. Uh, I'm 50 now. That was 2015. That was seven years ago. So, yeah, I was like 43, middle age. Mid <laughs> age. And, uh, I decided to run for mayor. It was last, yeah, we'll get a bus. We can get a bus, Lamont. We'll get on a bus. How many people we can move around this country in a bus? Come on, man, let's do it, brother. And, um, decided to run for mayor as an independent. That was a stupid idea. Uh, Had to get like a thousand signatures and so I was out on the road all if you're a Democrat or just become a Democrat or Republican And if you're in Akron, oh no bathroom we'll have to make stops we'll make stops, bro. It'll be okay. It's gonna be okay. We'll make stops No hurry and uh, If you're running for anything in Akron, please just run it as a Democrat Uh, people don't the 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 Republicans have abandoned Akron—it's uh, shameful. It's disgusting. They have left us with these no-good moderate Democrats, and just left. And they get the—and what they do is the reason you know the deal, the back, backroom deal is the Republicans will get a few judgeships because those are non-partisan. Uh, they can't post what party they are, so people get easily confused um and then they get the deals they get the juicy contracts and that's the deal they make with the the democrats they stay out of akron the democrats get to just run a monopoly and 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 destroy just pilfer everything out of akron until it dies and then they'll just go someplace else you know literally that's all they're just parasites these these moderate Democrat uh, ruling class people in these cities are just parasites, just sucking the resources out of these cities until they totally die, and they go someplace else. That's how they do it. They're fucking assholes. And... Um, so anyways, you got to run as a Democrat, because the, the Republicans won't support you. They just won't. I've worked with Republicans, and they talk about how terrible the Republican Party is uh, for... I'm hoping maybe this year that this coming year will be different, but I don't honestly know why it would. Um, so anyways, I was, a, I, was a, I ran as an independent and I was working on my thousand signatures. and uh, the most of the people that talked to me were homeless people. and I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe all the homeless people. I went to the homeless centers. There's homeless people just like, people that I saw every day walking down the street. I just, I couldn't believe they were all homeless. I just thought they were just people walking down the street. No, 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 they got nowhere to live. And then somebody's like, yeah, man, I live in a tent. I'm like, you do not live in a tent. (laughs) He's like, dude, I'm in a tent right over there. I looked. In the woods, and I could see a tent. And I'm like, get the fuck out, you live in a tent. Like People live in tents all over this city. It's like, I heard a rumor about that, but I didn't believe it. Nobody talked about it. It was just this weird rumor that there were people in Akron living in tents. I saw it from my own eyes, and I'm like, Oh, Omi, what is up? Omi, you'd be so proud of me, I'm at the beach. Look, Ocean City, baby. Ocean City, <laughs> Ocean City, and uh, I was hooked. I'm like, this is fucked up. <laughs> Thanks, homie. I don't deserve it any more than anybody else. you can, We're all grinding out here. In fact my life is so easy Uh, I just got home from Atlantic City now there's a place I haven't been I gotta go to Atlantic City there I gotta go check that out I gotta go check that out Uh, so many homeless people asking for food and money in Atlantic City yeah um I think for many of us the extreme explosion of uh, oh he says Seen people nodding out, which I haven't seen in a long time. I'm seeing well. Obviously, I'm seeing this nodding out thing. I took some video of it. Uh Bad blessings to you, <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> bad blessings. <laughs> Is that a typo, or did you really want to send bad blessings to me? As <laughs> <Yes> you can. <laughs> Maybe that's good now. I don't know. I'll take whatever blessings. I'll take any blessings. Thank you. It's wonderful to see you, Shannon. Um, stupid. Don't worry. That's funnier. It's funnier. Bad blessings. I like it. I like it. I think bad blessings is funnier. So, um, what was I talking about? Homelessness. I guess something original. Uh, so at any rate, I just was outraged, uh, should have been, and, oh, good morning, and blessings, oh, I see, alright, well, bad blessings was more memorable, <laughs> um, and the more I found out about it, the more I just got hooked, uh. Oh, I know. Just, oh yeah, back to vacation, sunburned brain. Yeah, 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 you got sunburned brain. Good, you were on vacation too? Yay. A sunburned brain is beautiful. That's the kind of brain everybody should have. Um, Yeah, I mean. The more I, I just feel like, uh, to Omi's point, that I, I deserved it, which I don't, I don't think I deserve anything, anything. More, if anything, I deserve less than the, the blessings that I have. Um, it's just so hard in America. It, is, I mean, we don't know anything else, but damn, it's hard out here, man. It's hard. Like, we have to fight, you know, you go to the doctor. Thank you, Omi. Thank you. That's very, very sweet of you to say. Um, The blessings, again, um, is that I have the space in my life to do things for other people. Um, It's it's amazing. It's so amazing. I'm so thankful. I can't tell you. Physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, my wife, just freaking everything. The stars were aligned to let me help people what? It's just unbelievable. Omi said, "Hard out of here for a pimp. Yeah, you know that's right. When you're trying to get this money for the rent, that's what's up, Omi. Trying to get this money. I know. Uh, how is my son? He's awesome. He's right in there. He's there. I brought him and four of his friends. We've just been hanging out at the beach. It's fun. It's fun. Packed into this little room over here. It's so fun. It's just trash and clothes and teenage Teen spirit smell all over it. Oh, is that a song from a movie? yeah I like it. Um It's true though, man. Like the you know, we see the cost of housing. Oh you took oh you took your son and friends to Atlantic City for graduation? You are the awesomest parent ever. That's so fun, that's so fun. How long of a drive is that? So, yeah, I mean, the inflation, $5 of gas now, there's $5 here, I don't know what it is in Akron, is it five now, it was on the way. Food costs, housing costs, and the people that always get screwed the most are the people at the bottom. Because $5 for gas, Okay, I fill up my truck. What, it's 140 bucks. And I'm like, oh, man, it's 140 bucks to fill up my truck. And I just pay it and move on. For somebody else, they're like, I'll take a gallon of gas. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Let's see. Uh, Omi says, hard out here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, wait. Okay. Uh, Oh, hold on. Just... Oh, man, these with stops probably spent 10 hours. We stopped at Liberty Bell on the way. Oh, played $160 on slots and won 4000 No, you did not. And we hear about Ethan. Yeah. That's, yeah. You heard about Ethan. We didn't know him, but it's scary and frustrating. You see how press it gets, and you know it's because he's white. Then you see how press it gets, and you know it's because... All right, so I do want to, I think maybe spend a little bit of time about Ethan, uh, with Ethan. Ethan is a, was a junior at Firestone, just like my son, a, a, a junior at Firestone, and um, my, um, yeah, the press. It's just it's a lot, and it's going to go national, don't you think? I mean, somebody's going to pick this up, right? The story becomes more, uh, unbelievable and shocking. There's kids that do the stupid pranks not thinking what can happen, and I have a son that would do dumb shit like that. Yeah. That's it. I mean, kids are, it's like in their DNA to do stupid shit, you know? And obviously, they didn't think... From their perspective, so if you guys don't know, they, these kids, uh, what is it, two black and two white kids rolled up onto a basketball court, the I Promise basketball court, which is owned by or run by LeBron James, shooting this uh, like water blaster pellet gun thing. Okay, I think it shoots like water, like little circle, like water things. My kids never had one. Uh, I can't imagine how the family feels knowing that how it started. Yeah, see, that's you've got you got to hold the family in your heart, right? They're just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, please make it stop. Please make it stop. Because the heat, like, like losing a kid, I couldn't imagine, then add something so stupid that it could have been so easily avoided. Yeah. So, okay, so let's take the kids that were shooting the gun, right? They're just having fun. They're just having fun. They're not thinking, hey man, I'm in an inner city where there are guns everywhere, where there's poverty and anger and people are getting killed, Uh, then the family sees all of us arguing online too. Yeah, they're getting, I hope the family just stays the fuck off of Facebook. I know they're not though, but yeah, I mean, then you have like people saying, ah, they get what they deserve, like there was some guy, like, what did he say? He said play stupid games, win stupid prizes, you know, ow, ow, it's so easy to say that stuff online, but it goes right back to the family, the family reads that, the family reads that. It's easy to just drop a few, a few lines like that. You and these kids pull up white or black, the privileged kids pull up to our basketball court, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy was a paramedic. I know he was. We all saw that guy, right? There's that guy. So there's a paramedic saying stuff like that. Saying, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. A paramedic says that, right? What does he think when he's rolling up on these scenes like that? What's going through his head? I just saw a video of a homeless guy, not in Akron, someplace else. He was drowning. The cops wouldn't go in and save him. Why? Could it have been because they don't like homeless people? These people are just humans. They're coming to these jobs with preconceived notions. I have a friend who is a paramedic in another city. It's an Ohio city. And years ago, yeah. he's like, I'm like, how's being a paramedic? He's like, I'm thinking about getting out of it. I'm like, why? It's like, because all we do is just go say like these drug addicts. It's just all drug addicts. And the way he said it in his voice, you could tell he was sick of drug addicts. uh, Let's see. And so many If the tables were turned. I asked someone what that meant. They said straight up that they were black. Guess what? Black kids are killed every day in Akron. Yeah. Right. And you don't know about it. Exactly. Exactly. Because they're poor killed by pores. Yeah, that's right. you got, we have to acknowledge that. We don't have to even be angry about it, but we have to acknowledge what, um, Amy Lockwood, how are you, honey? Man, I love you. Amy Lockwood, blast from the past. Um, we have to acknowledge these things are existing. Okay. And we, like I said, We don't have to be, we don't have to even be angry at the paramedic, right? That was like, that said, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Because, I know, we're good friends, man, back in the day, Jousters, Pub, you know it, man. Anyways. (laughs) That's so lovely. Um, We just have to understand it. We need to understand where these people are coming from. So you take my friend who was the paramedic that said, I'm thinking about getting out of the job because I'm just saving drug addicts. You gotta put yourself in his shoes. He goes out night after night saving people that just keep trying to kill themselves on drugs. I worry about people like that guy pulling up to save my kids. Yeah, yeah. So like, we we have to acknowledge that there is bias. Being a human being, we come from a tribal belief that there there's the in-group and the out-group. It is how we have survived hundreds of thousands of years. So you see someone in a car wreck with no seatbelt, do you work a little slower, and a little less effort? Fuck like, yeah, you do. Sure you do. Of course you do. And so... Instead of, see, we're embarrassed by our tribalism. We're embarrassed, and we call it racism or bigotry. And so we can't have these conversations. Okay? Uh, i tell you a racism I have. I'm racist against French people. Do you know my son, my wife are going to go to France this summer? It's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's It's, it's not like we do this every summer. I didn't want to go. I mean, well, it's a weird, it's a getaway, it's an art thing. It's it, they're not going to like they might spend a day in Paris, but mostly it's 2 weeks at this uh at this 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 art thing in in a small city in the south of France. I don't like French people. I'm sorry. And you know why I don't like French I'm going to tell you exactly why I don't like French people. I went to a friend's house. This woman well you know she went I went to college with her and she married a French guy and my wife we all went to Baldwin Wallace not the French guy but this woman and 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 my wife and this and we met up and I'm over at their apartment Omi says oh that was when I was in Atlantic City the poor people walked by the homeless people I clutched my wallet tighter and I put yeah and you put your finger of course you did and it's okay I would. I agree, Sage. No in between either. You're accepted group, or you're unaccepted. Of course. I'm telling you, we would have died as a species if we did not have tribalism. Tribalism is survival. And so, anyways, I'm talking to this French guy, and at this time, I got nothing. I don't. I don't have any feeling about French people at this point in my life. Never really talked to a French person. I talked to him, and I said, "Hey, how you like living in?" Uh, uh, He was in Kent. I'm like, how do you like living in Kent? And he said, There is no living in Kent. And I'm like, We're done here. You can fuck right the hell off. Fuck you, asshole. You come to my country, and you say shit like that? You gotta lie to me. You gotta lie to me. And he was like that the whole night. He was pretentious, egotistical, a French asshole. That's what he was. And he has ruined me on French people. Because, you know what? A lot of French people I run into, like him. Because I've run into other French people. They're like that. Yeah, we hate it here too. Yeah, but he's not allowed to say it. You're allowed to say it. I'm allowed to say it. He could say something like, Well, you know, in my hometown. Nope, that would be done. No, he can't say it. Now, you see, I'm so on edge with these French people. I don't know how he could get out of this. I don't know how he could unwind this conversation in my head. And this was... Years and years ago, 20 years ago, 30, I don't know, long time ago. You could be like, ah, I'm still learning the culture, but there are some, there are there are many, you know, you say, there are many nice people. I'm so pleased to meet my wife's friends. Is that French? You know, that's all. Yeah. I fell in love with a Canadian. He talks shit about America at the time and hurts me. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you, assholes. Lie to me. That's what we do here in America. How you doing? Oh, I'm great. I am so great. America is great. Yeah. Shit all the time. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And so, I have a racist tendency towards French people. Now, are all French people like that? Hell no. Now, I don't run into a lot of French people, So, but I'm sure there's nice French people. I haven't really met many, maybe any. I don't meet a lot of French people. I should probably go to France with my family, so I could meet some nice friends. But I'm I'm afraid. I I don't want to go over there. I don't want to be judged for two weeks by some pretentious, egotistical, snobby French guy. I. It makes me angry just thinking about it. Isn't it, your race is right because French? It isn't a race. Oh. It's not. It's not a race. Oh. I'm prejudiced against immigrants that won't learn the language. Yeah, see, I've been working on myself to change what pissing me off. You see, and that's it. See, now there you go, Dion. Now that's beautiful, right? You've been like, you just feel that way. And my mom, may she rest in peace, I'm going to out her. She hated fat people. She couldn't, every time she's, every time she saw a fat person in public, she'd be like, oh, my God, I they so fat. Like, shut up, Mom. Why do you smoke cigarettes? I didn't say that to my mom, don't think, but that's what I said in my head, I did, I did, I said it to my head. Yeah. He ate us too. You're allowed, but, like, I'm like, why? What is, what does it matter to you, Ma, that a person's fat? You know, leave them alone, let them fucking live their life. You literally smoked until the day you died. And then, like Dion says, yeah, I judge cigarette smokers more than anything. Yeah, right? I made my sure my mom smoked literally until the very day she died, because I'll tell you why. Because my mom, my grandmother, when she came home from the hospital with dementia and was all fucked up, my mom took away her cigarettes and then on the hospital bed, on her dying bed, my grandmother said to my mom, can I have one last cigarette? And my mom said, no, that's unhealthy. <laughs> I instantly think they're less intelligent once I know they smoke, and I can't stop it. See? It's fine to think this way. This we're we, we i am telling you, we are made to think this way. We're made to think this way. And may I say, you probably aren't gonna date a smoker. And so if you have babies, maybe they won't smoke because nobody in the house smokes. I don't know. But what Dion said was. I have a problem with people that don't learn the the language. But I'm trying to be better. And there you go. Try a little bit to be better. Or at the very least, try to just leave it alone. Try not to spread the hate to other people, okay? I'm telling you, I don't think there is anything more human than to be a judgy prick. (laughs) I don't think... And it's okay! At least try, D.I. Right. A little bit. Like... Um... And I'm not going to get into it because I'm embarrassed, but I have other groups of people... Uh, not like I love black people, and I'll tell you why I love black people. Yeah, let's see. He said I did the 23 d and found all these relatives I didn't know existed. Seeing them on the list of relatives, I had already felt some sort of bond. That's very cool. Um, I love black people, and you know why? I'll tell you why. Because uh, I we lived in a low-income uh, neighborhood in Medina, Ohio. Uh, and all the kids around me were, uh, religious people are second on my list. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, the woman next door, they were all, uh, we all were like, uh, from divorced families, it was just moms, except for the one kid who had a parent and he turned out to be a pedophile and is the only guy that's spending life in prison, the guy with a dad. I find that ironic. You know the difference between a religion and a cult? No, tell me. None? (laughs) Uh, Anyways, uh, Nancy, next door, was a rather attractive uh, mom for Jason, my friend Jason. And uh, she started dating a black guy named Ed. And right around that time, we got a pool table, bought a used pool table and put it down a hundred years. (laughs) <laughs> the difference between a religion and a cult 100 years <laughs> that's a good point that's a great point homie. That's, that's not even a joke that's like truth um, we got a pool table uh, like, and we learned how and, and then Ed came over and he started teaching us all how to play pool he taught us all the stuff he, like, you know how to put the spin on the ball and the English and the blah 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 we all became quite decent pool players thanks to, yeah, pool table, thanks to Ed. And then I became right around 16 and my mom said to me, you know, when they hand me that bo- oh, that, 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 that sweet bundle of love and joy, they never said I'd have to teach it how to drive. I'm not teaching you how to drive. That's what my mom said. it's like, you're going to have to find somebody else to teach you how to drive. And you know who taught me how to drive? Ed. Ed taught me how to drive. <laughs> a black man, dating a white woman next door. And I'm telling you, Ed didn't know this, but Ed was doing race relations. I have always, always looked fondly on black people because of Ed. Yeah, you need Ed, that's badass. Dude, you should get an Ed. He was, I don't know that they ever got married, but he was good to Jason, he was good to all these kids, I have a child that needs a help driver uh, and I'm not cut out for it. Yeah, right on. Right on. Uh, Is Ed still around? I haven't seen Ed in years. I haven't seen him in years. One time when I was out of college, he came around and he was in a Cadillac, a nice Cadillac, and we went somewhere. In Akron. I don't know where we went. Yeah, right? I'm grateful. I'm so grateful to Ed because like, he stepped up. He stepped, not only did he step up for Jason, who was a white kid, they were Italian. The the Nardoni was his name, Jason Nardoni, And I think Jason, I hear about him every once in a while, and I hear he's doing really well. Uh, You need to find him and thank him and let him know the difference he made. I hope I do someday, you know? Yeah, I mean, that would be really great. A lot of those people, they all lived in Medina, and I don't go back to Medina much. Mostly, uh, skeezy over there, because it's too white and too, but... On the lower income side of town, where we lived, literally, it was near the... uh, It was like two blocks from the fairgrounds, like on West Smith Road, kind of in an industrial area. Those people were badass cool. It was super cool. Um, He took care of Jason, this white Italian kid, and he looked after all... He was the only man in the neighborhood, now that I think about it. My other friend... Dad, I hung out with him, but he was like a block up. He certainly never hung out with us. Never, ever, ever. The guy that, you know, my friend that's spending life in jail, life in prison for pedophilia, his dad. Uh, He was, um, his dad was a Boy Scout leader. And I was in that, but like, that was about it. And every once in a while I'll talk to him on Facebook. I've got no problems with him. He's a fine guy. But Ed was in the game. Ed was in the game for all of us. All of us. It's crazy. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. I do know that my friend experienced uh, s- sexual abuse in uh, as a child, but I don't know who it was. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it might have been his dad. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask. I haven't asked. But um, I just don't want to know, honestly. So uh, I was never sexually molested by anybody ever, including anybody in his family. Never. Never. There was a point when I found out that Tim sexually molested. I, I spent every waking hour with this kid. I'm like, what am I? I you know, Chop a liver over here? I don't know. I guess whoever was diddling my friend uh, didn't find me so attractive. Eh, probably for the best. Anyways... <laughs> uh, so you know my history, yeah. They're, they're, oh, they were in Boy Scouts, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was definitely in that. I was definitely in it, but I did not get diddled in any way, shape, or form. Nope, nope, nope. Um. So yeah, Ed was amazing. Ed was amazing. And um, and you know, i as you know, I'm a big supporter of Black Lives Matter. Um, I do believe that it's not even a belief; it's a fact that statistically were over-targeting black men and putting them in jail, that stupid 13th Amendment, like there'll be no more slavery unless you go to jail, and then they're like, well, then we'll just put all the black people in jail. Uh, it's usually because you have too much protection around you and they think you will get caught. Yeah, nice. Not because I'm not super hot. That was what I was worried about. <laughs> I'm not attracted to the pedos. I'm just telling you literally what went through my head. Like, why didn't he target me? <laughs> just telling you. Look, we're talking what real real talk about what goes on in our brain. I'm telling you the honest God truth that went on in my brain. Now He could have been cranking well, one out, oh okay, I hope so. We can hopes. So. Thank you. You know how to make a guy feel good, homie. I appreciate that. A little insecure about the whole thing, quite really, honestly anyways, um, I'm not joking. (laughs) I mean, it's hilarious, but I'm telling you that went through my mind. Um, so look, we just have to have these conversations. It's okay to be racist. It's not okay to kill people because you're racist. It's not okay. I don't recommend burning you can't go on somebody's property and burn a cross. Now, can you go on public land and burn a cross? I guess. I don't even know what it means to burn a cross. I don't even understand. I imagine it's kind of could be threatening. But, look. Uh, any protester protesting you is threatening. You know? It's threatening. <laughs> um, but... Look, keep, keep your racism to your kitchen. <laughs> Look, I am a huge supporter, huge supporter in um, the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. Uh, I, I'm down for burning crosses in churches. <laughs> and churches. <laughs> you, if you build the cross and the church, Omi, you can burn it down. But that's against the church and not a race. Yeah, right. But I can understand why you have something against church people. Uh, it's not racism. It's, it's what? Anti-religion? It's religiousist? But of course. Uh, I mean, I oftentimes debate who is worse for society. Okay, who do you think was worse for society? The Nazis or the Catholic Church? <laughs> do you remember all those uh, children that they stole from natives uh, uh, your militant atheists right on I dig it I used to be an atheist yeah you think that the Catholic Church was worse than that you remember they okay do you under do you know you guys been watching they did it. it's gonna come out in the United States but first came out in Canada they took all these kids from their native parents took them and made them forget they they did they they stole all of their culture they made them learn they remove all of their culture took them to these Catholic schools basically to re-engineer their brains um, Nazis would have grown to what they were without it I don't think the Nazis would okay yeah hey Richard what's up my man yeah the assimilation thing and then Turns out, it's not bad enough that they assimilated these natives in Canada and they did it in the United States. It's coming. Just wait for it. The, the Catholics did this, right? It turns out they had mass graves and they were these kids were dying and they were just throwing them in the mass graves. Like, Nazis to Jews is basically Catholics to kids. It's like They loved screwing with kids. It's like a thing Catholics have. They love it. They love fucking kids, killing kids. They did it all over the world. I believe it. I believe it. I just don't even understand. I don't understand. But I will say this. My favorite religion? Catholicism. Just going to put it out there. At least religion. I think so, yeah. My favorite writers? Catholic writers. Merton. Merton and uh, uh... richard Rohr and that's the thing sent orphans and criminals to australia there did they killed the aborigines really the catholics i mean i'm not surprised i didn't know these things I, but I, I believe you i 100 percent believe you but here's the thing ladies and gentlemen everyone i can't think Ooh, you want to see a helicopter here i guys. a helicopter, a helicopter? I don't know what he's doing. And there's some people on a little tunnel car bike. Yeah, see, that's nice. That's because uh, the Catholic artists were the ones that we know today because the church supported them. Oh, right on. Um, I'm a reformer. I'm not an anarchist. Uh, I, I can't find one, not one single system that isn't corrupt as hell. Do you know, PETA, they're killing... Puppies in their basement. Historic scientists. Same with the historic scientists. Who are they? Um, not one. So if we're going, I like. If I was the guy, my uh, my thing is racism generalizes all people. I don't generalize. I give all people the no. You don't, Ark. The world we live in today was shaped by white religion. Ah, yeah. Ark, I don't know if I know you, but that is a total lie. You don't generalize. I give all people the respect they give me. Okay. I don't know you, Ark, but that is impossible. That is impossible. You cannot live in the world and not make generalizations. Okay? Um... you'll die. (laughs) Okay, I'm trying to come up with one. Hold on, Art. So, you have a feeling about police, okay? You have to. I said police, do you love them or hate them? Or you're like, meh, whatever. What What I give a stranger in the world depends on the day I'm having, yeah. What do you feel about drug dealers? What do you feel about drug addicts? What do you feel about pedophiles? What do you feel about arsonists? What do you feel about murderers? Okay? You have feelings about all of those. What do you feel about priests? What do you feel about Boy Scout leaders? What do you feel about white middle-aged men? You have these feelings about all these people. And I'm, you can't not. You can't not have feelings about about you look at someone and you feel something you just can't like it's impossible because otherwise like you literally like like okay okay let's let's do this let's say there's a person standing next to an ambulance in a in a in a in a uniform okay you're finger has just been cut off, okay, just cut off, you, it wasn't until you got to priest for me, (laughs) see, you got feelings, you run over to that person and you're like, hey, can you help me with my finger, this person standing in front of an ambulance, I mean, of course, okay, I mean, the most popular generations, the one that pertains to race, so you're right, I have to agree with you on that, I went too deep, okay, good, thanks. I'm just saying, drug dealers, user murders don't get me worked up. I can understand their side. Exactly. A lot of people can't. Now, let me tell you, uh, it's true, but I feel bad for doing it. I don't like to be a judge. Of course you don't like it, and we have to work on it. But we also do it for our safety, okay? I am surrounded by drug dealers in my life. Surrounded by them. I. But. I know which ones to stay clear of and which ones I can chill with. Yeah. And you know why? Because I've met them. I know who they are. A certain guy comes walking towards me, I get out my mace. I just pull it right out of my pocket. Yeah, We all just generalized. Yeah, Ark, I'm just saying. And I mean, men instantly put me on guard. Yeah, there you go. I read a statistic that said if we instantly wiped out all men on Earth, 92% of all violent crime would just end. It would just end. It's not black men, it's men. It's men that are the problem. That's shaping me my- right Yeah. So, of course, you like, you, you, I think a lot of women, in fact, I, I think, um, I think it's okay to say this, probably very attractive women, many are probably terrorized by men, you know? But we don't have, Oh, no, we don't have to be racist. No, of course not. And what I'm saying is, Like, if you're walking down a street in the city, okay, and you see a black man and you cross the street so you don't have to walk past him, you're not from the city. You'd be going crisscrossing the street all day long. It's ridiculous. That's racism, okay? Now, you see... Four young black men walking towards you, yelling, maybe smashing crap, throwing crap. I'll be walking to the other side of the street, very chill-like, okay? Yeah, when I picture the man that's dangerous to me, he's ageless, raceless, classy, he's just a man, see? See? So, you're genderist. And I'm not saying you have, um, I, I think you probably own that. You deserve to have that. Okay, you hate all men and your instinct is to feel a certain kind of way about all men, but you also know that not all men are terrible, right? I mean, look at me. You come and hang out with me and maybe it's because we hang out virtually. Like I'm safe for you because I'm, I'm digitally, we're digitally separated and you're raising two men and I bet they're wonderful, right? like God gave you. See, you don't like to hear this. God gave you two men to understand the complication, the duality of the truth. You have every right. You have earned the right to be afraid and hate men. But not all men are bad. And you know it. And you know it. My father-in-law was a racist. He's dead now, so I can say whatever I want. He can't he was. He used the N word all the time. I once was in his house and he didn't know it. I was talking to his wife. He had headphones on. And he was watching Fox News and the only words out of his mouth were the N word. Just over and over and over again. <laughs> Do you know why he was racist? And his, I don't know if his friend is here. Uh, uh, so much wrong. Yeah. Omie um, says, so much is wrong with men, we call masculine and cling to making sure he's still young. aggressive is manly. Yeah, it came from a different time. Well, I'll tell you what. He grew up and his, uh, his childhood friend grew up with him, and he can, I don't know if I saw him come on the show. I don't know if he's still here, but he can attest to this. There were these black kids that terrorized my father-in-law growing up. He told me that there were these kids that stole his lunch money, and he remembered one time some black kids came up to him, put a sharp pencil to his neck, and said, Give me your money. Okay? We're like, still cavemen. Yeah. How can you not hate black guys? My experience was with Ed, the guy that taught me how to play pool and taught me how to drive. My father-in-law's experience was a bunch of gang hoodlum black kids terrorizing him for his money. You can't blame him. Do you know what? He never hurt a black guy. And if he ran into black people, he was very congenial, very nice. He just couldn't shake that. You know what I'm saying? Okay? We are still caving. Okay? He couldn't shake that childhood trauma. And it was fine. He never burned a flag, he never burned a a cross, he never did anything to hurt a black person. Ever. Ever. Just didn't like black people. And not all black people. Sometimes he would say this racist joke. You know, that guy, uh, he's an Oreo. I'd be like, what's that, man? He's like, "Uh, black on the outside, white on the inside. I'm like, holy shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Our childhood experiences matter. I am here to say it is okay to have your feelings. It is okay. It's it's all okay. It's all okay. Okay. And what I just want to maybe end on. I got to maybe I don't know. I don't have a clock, but I got to end soon. This young man, Ethan, the junior from Firestone. My son is a junior. I have. A room full of juniors from Firestone in in this room right here right now. They're alive. Ethan is not alive. They hang out downtown all the time. That's how you know, he says. That's how the races that raised me in the holler were. They were passive races, just like kept themselves, but didn't want the other races dead or anything. Yeah, exactly. He, like they weren't. Try- he wasn't going out in 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 uh. in in a. In 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 a. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in a- Pillowcase terrorizing black people. He just didn't like black people. He had bad experiences. And he never really ran into black people that much. And I'm telling you, when he talked to black people, he was always really nice. Okay? I think he was trying to make an effort. <laughs> I really do. Um. The first t- the first thing is just to become honest with your your feelings and be like hey uh, this is how I feel so Omi gave some very uh, truthful honest things yeah about Ethan yeah so anyways yeah let me finish on Ethan let's go so um this kid the two black kids two white kids roll up on a, I assume I think three black kids and a, a a young woman I don't know what color I don't know what race the woman was and apparently they had been shooting this gun at all around and they I, apparently were shooting this water gun thing at these kids and the kids flipped out, okay? Ethan's friends were just having fun. We don't know what went through those kids, of the black kids on that court. But I'm telling you this. I wrote on Facebook, I carry a gun when I go to the west east side. You know why? Because there's guns everywhere. There's guns everywhere and they, we don't know who those young people were and what their experiences were with guns. They could, have just, they could have just lost their shit. Like terrified and angry. I guess the water gun is something that's going around on TikTok. Yeah. Oh well my kids say that they're doing this over at Firestone all the time. They're, they're using these, these water guns shooting people all the time at Firestone. It's crazy. It's madness. In America today. And so they went a little too far east and they shot the wrong kids. They blacked out, and probably feared as well. I think so. Hi, Silk. We have to understand, okay? But instead, we're dividing. Well, the white kids shouldn't have done that, but it's not worth getting killed over. Well, we are we going to be able to t- get in the heads of these black kids and understand who they were and what their experiences were? Because there's a, they. I've read studies that say the trauma in inner city. That these kids are experiencing equals the trauma that people experience on a battlefield. It's terrifying out there. Okay? I'm not saying that they should get off scot-free. I'm not saying that they I think they over they overdid it. Take your message important. Okay, I will, Silk. I definitely will. Oh, so jeans he bought her that how it Okay. Wait. Okay, hold on. This is how my X speaks. Okay, I will definitely check it out. Sorry, I can't do two things at once. But I, I right after this, I got I gotta roll. But um, we don't have to be angry at either side. The anger in America is so insane. All we have to do is understand. I'm not saying those kids shouldn't be punished, but I also think uh, we can't basically lynch them which is what i'm kind of afraid is going to happen i mean obviously we're not going to hang them in the trees hopefully it's not without the realm of possibility i mean i've seen there the people will lynch black kids in america still uh you have some natives on a court in their neighborhood with four outsiders closing in on that yeah that they can't see had their heads so far yeah right that's it they these kids rolled up into a place they did not understand okay these white, two black kids, two white kids. They rolled up on OC and they did not understand firing a gun at kids that maybe have been shot at with real guns before. Maybe we have to learn. We don't need to be angry at the white kids, the white and black kids. We don't need to be angry at the black kids. They got the, the, the they were the initial. Uh, they were the initial. Um, uh, uh uh people that were attacked okay black privilege is still privileged of course of course of course um i went to um ethan's uh memorial service and it was beautiful it was uh, firestone is this beautiful very diverse there is no almost i don't i ask my kid all the time i' like Are, is there racism in, in firestone he's like what no man this isn't the 90s that's what he says to me Um, and, and I will say, like, one of Ethan's friends, a black kid, said, look, he never looked at my, the color of my skin or the amount of money I had, so I'm assuming that kid was probably, maybe low income, I don't know. But, clearly, those black kids were spending time with white, uh, white kids, and maybe were out, they had lost touch with what was going on in the inner city, and they just walked into something they did not understand with guns, Okay? can't say it enough. Ethan should not have died. Ethan should not have been beaten to death. If he had been beaten, I would have said and lived without serious, serious injury. I would have been like, ah, good. I think they all should have been beaten. I would have stood for that. I mean, like, you don't fuck with inner city kids with guns, you dumbass. Jesus. See, I'm getting angry, but he did not deserve that. He did not deserve that. He did not deserve that. Okay. Uh, they did. Are, let's see, yeah, depending on, yeah, that's right. They, they are not that. They are not that. They're at Firestone, okay? Firestone is the high school to be in. They're, they were on the baseball team. They were loved. They were supported. And we don't know what these other kids were like, okay? We don't know anything about them. And I'm just, I'm just afraid that we're going to come and uh, symbolically lynch them. Like, we're going to fry them, so to speak. I don't even know if we have the death penalty, but I'm just, I'm just worried because of racism. There is so much fear of black people in America. It's so much fear of black people. And it's always been this way. This is how they keep us separated. This was, this was always the thing that black people are coming for the white women and they will kill you and they will rape your women. That's it. That's it. That's the underlying message that has always gone on in America. Okay. That's always been the underlying message of America. That black men will rape your women and kill you. They're dangerous and terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Look at Firestone Kids vs. kid one. Yeah. Fear of poor people. And that's really it too, right? Uh, poor people. I think so many people are terrified of poor people in general. I put the idea out that I'm going to start buying land uh, to put homeless people around Akron after uh, the city of Akron shuts down my camp currently. You should see the terror in people's eyes. They're freaking <laughs> Alright people, I love you, um, stay strong, be peaceful, I'm sorry for his family, but we have to teach our kids not to go shoot, yeah, we cannot, look, Tamar was killed by a police officer for having a fake gun, Ethan was killed for having a fake gun, do not bring guns out into public, okay, do not do it, it's too risky, and now, not only has Ethan died, but I'm really worried of what's going to happen to these black kids. I'm really worried, okay? And poor poor black people, poor, poor people have to be afraid of middle-class people, of course. We're coming for you, we're, we're raising your rent, we're gentrifying your neighborhoods, we're, uh, we don't like you, we don't like you poor people. You should get some money. <laughs> and TikTok trends, damn TikTok, right? Come on people. Jesus Christ, you got to think for yourself, talk to your kids, do not let them take guns out in the public, do not, do not, do not, do not, 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 yeah, yeah, we of course we're killing you, you should get money and stop being poor, duh, so stupid, yeah, can't have social media since, yeah, yeah, I can understand that, have you looked into Spring Garden Waldorf School? Uh, Ed Choice, uh, you can go there for free. It's in Copley, and they are really, really uh, like. Very few kids have phones. Very few kids on social media. Uh, yeah, get some bootstraps, will you, Omi? For God's sake, stop, not pulling up your boots. <laughs> it's all fucking. You guys know, right? Uh, we can't afford boots to pull ourselves up, right? Yeah. Whatever. You should get the boots with the straps. We're just telling you what to do. Jeez. You poor people won't listen. It's your problem. You need to get some money. People, I love you. I love you so much. We're going to be okay. You know why? Because we have each other. We can't rely on the police. We can't rely on the priests. We can't rely on the churches. But we can rely on each other. Okay? I got dollar store flip flops. Do they have straps, homie? Do they have the straps? You just got the wrong shoes. You need to go back. There's a, a boot barn coming to Fairlawn. You should go and buy yourself a couple hundred dollars. You know, if you spend more on the boots, homie, like four or $500 on your boots, they last a long time. And they got straps. You should go to boot barn when it opens up. Get yourself a nice pair of boots with straps. No, what can I do? <laughs> They're made for walking, these boots. People, I love you. I got to get back to the beach, man. But you're fun. Okay, now what can I, (laughs) all right, I gotta go. I love you, I love you, I love you. Take care of yourself. Don't worry. We have each other and that's really our salvation. Okay, I'll see you guys, bye.